All right, sorry about that with the technical difficulties. We've been out of practice here a little bit. So good morning, everyone. May the Lord richly bless you. Thank you so much for tuning into this live broadcast. I want to remind you, if you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, please let me know. You can see my contact information there below. If you're listening on one of the podcasts, you can reach out to me through jasondemars.com or you can email me at demjas at gmail.com. Now we're going to uh, finish a subject from several weeks ago um, on tithes and offerings. So this is part two of that subject and Lord willing will be finishing it this time. Um, the last time uh, uh, we had technical difficulties as well. Uh, my microphone had died and I was get apparently unaware of it when I was recording that video. So we wanted to finish that portion there. Um, the last time we were talking, we were discussing about how tithes and offerings are part of the ABCs of Christian conduct. And that's, that's important to understand. Giving is part of the ABCs of Christian character. Um, let's look at this. Luke 6, 38. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. God promises to provide for our needs if we have a giving heart. Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, shall men give into your bosom. So, God, God gives us a contingent blessing. I will bless you, but I want you to have a heart of giving. I want you to give financially. I want you to give of your time. I want you to open your home up. I want you to have hospitality. It's not just money we're talking about. It's an attitude of giving, sharing all that you have. Amen? Malachi 3, 8 through 11. Will a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me. But ye say, wherein have we robbed thee? In tithes and offerings. We, it is our duty as Christians to give our tithes and offerings. You say, this is the Old Testament. It's just for Jews. It's not for Christians. I want, you to rem I want to remind you of a scripture in the New Testament. All the promises of God in Christ Jesus unto us are yes and amen. This promise of God in Christ Jesus is to us yes and amen. It's for us. So God is saying, you've robbed me. You've not given me what is owed to me. You've robbed me. You've taken from me what belongs to me. So the tithes and offerings that we are duty-bound to give by the commandments of God 
If we don't give them, we're robbing God. Verse 9, you are cursed with the curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. So not only have we robbed God, we've robbed ourselves of a blessing, but we've given ourselves a curse. You say, I can't afford to give tithes and offerings, but can you afford to be under God's curse? Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house, and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. You're to give your tithes and offerings in the place that you're being fed. That's the storehouse. Where you're being fed, God's word is the place where you should be giving your tithes and offerings. And God says, if you do it, I will pour out a blessing. And you won't have enough room to receive it. 11. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and he shall not, not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. So God is he's going to, if you, if, when we give our tithes and offerings, he promises to pour us out a blessing, but not only that, but to rebuke the devourer. So the things that eat up and chew up our crop, God says, I'm going to take, I'm going to rebuke that. I'm going to keep that away from you. Psalm 24, verse 1. The earth, is my, the earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell therein. Haggai 2, verse 8. The silver is mine, and the gold is mine, saith the Lord of hosts. So, everything belongs to God. Your home, your vehicle, your cell phone, your laptop, your bank account, Everything belongs to God. And God comes to us and says, prove, prove to me that you believe my word, that you believe in me. You know, part of the ABCs of just saying you believe in God is the tithe and offering. We see that from the very beginning in the Old Testament. Uh, Cain and Abel, they brought, they brought an offering to the Lord. One was acceptable, one was more acceptable, one was more excellent, and one was acceptable, but it wasn't what God was requiring. And so, uh, that's beside the point. But when we look at these, this, this subject is that this is, tithes and offerings is the simple confession that I believe in God. This does not merely apply to wealthy areas this applies to, God's word applies in Pakistan, in Nigeria, in Uganda, in Ghana, in India, in America, in Canada, in, in uh, Argentina, in Mexico, in Egypt, in Turkey. All around the world, this applies. Your basic faith in God by the scripture demands that you make your confession Everything belongs to God. He is my source of blessing. Therefore, I take this 10% and whatever the Lord lays on my heart to give over that amount 
and I give it back to God by bringing it in, into the place where I am fed. And this should be our heart. First Chronicles 20, 29, verse 14, But who am I, and what is my people, that we should be able to offer so willingly after this sort? For all things come of thee, and of thine own have we given thee. Everything belongs to God. All we're doing, we're coming and giving the opportunity to give and to bless. Who are we to be able to do that for this great work? For this work of the Word of God going forward into all the earth to call a bride, to find that last predestinated seed, that should be our hardest. Who am I to be able to even give into this so freely? Tithing is a test of our honesty. Tithing is a test of our stewardship over the property of God. A test of our honesty to return to God what is rightfully His. A test of our obedience to do what He told us to do. And a test of our love and desire to please Him with our lives. Tithing is a demonstration that we believe in God and that we acknowledge that He is the provider of all our material blessings. If you don't have faith to believe that the tithes belong to the Lord, neither can you have faith to believe that He will meet your financial needs. After all, if you don't believe that the tenth is His, you must not believe that the whole earth is His either. Without that confidence in His supremacy, there could be no confidence in His ability to meet our needs. Some people claim they can't afford to pay their tithes, but let me ask, as I did before, can you afford to be cursed? Can you afford to not have God's blessings and protection over your finances? Can you afford to be considered a thief and a robber of God's property? Or can you afford to be a person who does not obey the Word of God? The fact is you can't afford not to pay your tithes because this is the principle God has chosen to bless you through. Brother Branham says this in Question and Answers, God being misunderstood in 1961. I do believe that every Christian is obligated to pay tithing, tithings because it is a commandment of the Lord. And blessed is are they that do all his commandments that they might have a right to enter into the life, the tree of life. Now, I do believe that a tithe paying is essential to a Christian experience. experience. Excuse me, brother, sister, this is from the beginning of Jesus' fame in 1953. Brother, sister, the church ought to get in God's program. Then the church will move all right, just like suppers and dinners and so forth to appropriate money. That's not God's way of doing it. Pay your tithes. That's what God wants you to do. See, just keep in God's program and he'll bless the giver and so forth. He promised it. From, um, again, question and answers, God being misunderstood, 1961. This is the question. Brother Branham, don't you feel that everyone who claims to be a Christian should pay tithes? Pay their tithes into the storehouse of the Lord. Please grip scripture to this question. That is right, that the Bible said in Malachi, the fourth, fourth chapter, excuse me, the uh, third chapter, will a man rob God? And you say, where have we robbed thee? 
in tithes and offerings. Bring all your tithe and offering into my storehouse and prove me, saith the Lord, if I will not open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that there will not be room enough to receive. That's a challenge to any individual. And if I only had the time and would not get into this little scripture that I wish to get into about in the next 10 minutes, I would like to give you a personal testimony of how well that when I was even hungry, and my mother and them hungry, and my daddy sick, but I took my tithes out first and give it to God. And you ought to see what happened. I've never seen in my life that any man or woman, that if you only make $1 a week, will bring 10 cents of that money and put it into the storehouse of your church where you come. If God don't bless that, call me a hypocrite. Yes, sir, that's a challenge to anybody. And every, any Christian should pay tithes. That's right. It should be done. Placing of deacons. And the church are those who come and support the church with their presence, with their tithe and offering, are always the ones that has legal say-so in the placing of such. And just want to challenge you. Uh, most of you are already a tithe payer, but if you're not, I want to challenge you to become a tither and a giver to God. Prove His promise to bless you. Just as he invites you to do in Malachi 3, verse 10. Give to God in faith, expecting him to bless you in your return. And give cheerfully, expressing joy and confidence in giving to God. Don't give uh, uh, as though, oh, I, I must give, I have to give it. No, you give with a joyful and cheerful heart. The same proportion that you open your faith up to give to God he will use that same proportion in measurement back to you in blessing. As the scripture says, Luke 6, 38, Give and it will be given to you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will uh, be put into your bosom, for with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. May the Lord bless you richly. If you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, Please let me know. You can contact me at jasondemars.com.